Do you smell what we're cooking? He pushed me to do things I never would have done. Like my cookbook. Can you cook what The Rock is cooking? Or maybe you should stop and smell the roses. Welcome to the rose ceremony from hell. And I also was intimate with both of you. I'm Patrick Gomez from Entertainment Weekly, filling in for Jared Hall. And here's what to watch on Tuesday, March 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. We're starting off with some sad news for those of you chanting amuck, amuck, amuck in anticipation of Disney Plus's Hocus Pocus sequel. Though Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathina Jimmy are all reprising their roles as the Sanderson sisters, EW has confirmed that the original film's youngest star, Thor Birch, will not be appearing in the film. A source tells EW that Disney asked Birch to play a, quote, good supporting role as an adult version of her character Danny Dennison, but scheduling conflicts prevented her from accepting the part. There's still some magic in the air from the 1993 film, though. Doug Jones will return for the sequel in the role of Billy Butcherson, alongside new additions like Ted Lasso's Hannah Waddingham, Veep alums Tony Hale and Sam Richardson, as well as Drag Race all-star Ginger Minj. In music news, Dolly Parton has announced on social media that she's removed herself from contention for this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Writing on Twitter, the singer said, quote, even though I am extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. I do hope that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and be willing to consider me again, if I'm ever worthy. Well, while she doesn't consider herself a rocker just yet, the country music legend does give us hope that she'll one day accept an invitation into the Hall of Fame, ending her social media message saying, quote, My husband is a total rock and roll freak and has always encouraged me to do one. And finally, a disappointing announcement for all new Amsterdam fans. The NBC medical drama will end with a truncated season 5 consisting of just 13 episodes. The good news is fans and the show's creative team have plenty of time to prepare for the end, given that the series is still in the middle of season 4. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. You might think you know Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but you haven't heard the whole story yet. We're taking a look at how the larger-than-life actor came to be on our number three pick, the season premiere of Young Rock. The scripted NBC comedy follows Dwayne The Rock Johnson at various points in his life, with actors playing him as a kid in 1984, a teenager in 1987, and as a pro wrestler in 1996. The real Rock, or at least a version of him a decade from now in 2032, recounts the trials and tribulations he faced, as well as cherished family memories he holds dear. Here's a preview. I decided a long time ago that family comes first. My dad was always a hero to me. Nice takeout, Dad. And my grandmother. Fist, slap, pick your poison. No one was tougher than her. FBI! Leave me alone. You can't be here. You're under house arrest in an extortion case. This is a house. It has to be your house. <laughs> My dad and Tony Alice were the first black tag team champions. How cool is that? I'm on top, which means you're on top. Oh, yeah? Naturally, people are going to want to challenge you. I got into a lot of trouble. For starting a fight? No, for stealing the janitor's ladder. Someone call my wife! <laughs> Growing up was intense. Hey, how's your mom? She's doing fine. I can be right on today, okay? Went up to Canada and played in the CFL. 
Johnson, you're offside! I'm not! You are! I am? It was always for the next place, the next job. How much cash you got? Eight bucks. I got seven bucks. But I realized that there's a different way. My the universe was sending me a message. I want to get into the wrestling business, and I need you to train me. Maybe I don't want that life for him. Wrestling is in his blood. He's going to be great. Wrestling is all about us. There's another lesson for you. Can't trust everyone. Facing one of the toughest challenges of my life. What do you want to do? I'm tired of waiting for other people to decide what happens to me. I feel like I'm witnessing your transition from boy to man. Do you want to go grab a drink? I'm 15. <laughs> One day, you will be a champ. He pushed me to do things I never would have done. Like my cookbook. Can you cook what The Rock is cooking? Stanley Tucci award winning. Remember, nothing is off limits. How are things in the bedroom? That's too far. Yeah, I felt that. Come for the muscles, stay for the stash. Watch the season two premiere of Young Rock tonight at eight on NBC. Also make sure to check out the season two premiere of Mr. Mayor, starring Ted Danson as the clueless mayor of Los Angeles and Holly Hunter as his biggest critic. That's on right after Young Rock tonight at 8.30 on NBC. It's trivia time. Before Ted Danson joined Mr. Mayor as, well, Mr. Mayor, the show was written with what other TV comedy veteran in mind? Ricky Gervais, Matthew Perry, or Alec Baldwin? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Today's number two pick is a potentially upsetting but also powerful and inspiring watch. The new HBO documentary, Phoenix Rising. The doc follows Evan Rachel Wood as she details her alleged abuse at the hands of Brian Warner, a.k.a. Marilyn Manson. Wood uses her experience to bring new attention to the issue of domestic violence. Almost a decade after the end of her relationship with Warner, Wood became an activist, co-authoring and lobbying for passage of California's Phoenix Act, which extends the statute of limitations for domestic violence cases. Featuring candid interviews with Wood and other survivors, Phoenix Rising explores the often misunderstood aspects of domestic abuse, the many factors that often prevent survivors from coming forward, and the efforts by Wood and others to change those factors. Here's a preview. He studied how to manipulate people. He groomed her. He's a predator. Everyone was looking at Marilyn Manson and they weren't looking at Brian Warner. Numerous women heard my story and they knew exactly who it was. I realized that I was the only one that this had happened to. You're not alone. I know, it's crazy. We were outside of the statute of limitations. We had run out of time and nothing in our evidence could help us. Statistically, a lot of victims take seven to 10 years to even recognize that they were a victim of this abuse. I became an activist fighting for victims and survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. Not only did people hear our stories, but they said, yeah, we hear you and something does need to change. Any bills that will expand the statute of limitations is really important to survivors like us. Part one of Phoenix Rising airs tonight at nine on HBO, with part two airing tomorrow. The documentary will also be available to stream on HBO Max. Stay tuned, our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back.
Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to the W's What to Watch. If you missed the premiere of NBC's The Thing About Pam last week, you can catch up with that on Hulu before episode two airs tonight at 10 on NBC. Or if you're in search of something else to watch, star Judy Greer had a couple suggestions when we spoke to her at the show's premiere event and asked, what you watching? We just finished season two of Ted Lasso, and we are embarking on season two of The Righteous Gemstones. Awesome. Obsessed with it. Still need more recommendations? We also spoke to Greer's co-star, Mac Brandt, and asked him the same question. I just finished Reacher, which is awesome. For like a day, there was this weird internet thing about how I could play Reacher, and then when I saw who they cast, I'm like, oh no, no, that's Reacher. Um, and I'm rewatching Peaky Blinders because the new season's coming. Yes. It's the best. You've got plenty of time to catch up on Peaky Blinders before its final season drops on Netflix June 10th. In the meantime, you can find Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus, The Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max, and Reacher on Amazon Prime Video. There's one shocking statement used to describe what happens in our number one pick for today. The Rose Ceremony from Hell. Buckle up, Bachelor Nation, because the second episode in the two-part season finale of The Bachelor is bound to be a wild ride. We've seen Clayton and the women vying for his heart fight hard for love this season. But now Clayton's down to two potential choices, Gabby and Rachel. We know that Clayton was intimate with both of them during last week's fantasy suites and said, I love you to both of them. That could be a recipe for disaster in the finale. Here's a preview. The crazy drama begins. Your actions speak way louder than words. I can't believe anything you say. Not one thing. Get ready for two nights of unbelievable television. I'm so broken. Clayton's hopes and dreams have blown up in his face. You've put yourself into this situation. You've screwed the pooch, in my opinion. I wish I never would have fallen in love. And there is more shocking drama to come. I want to be fully transparent. I am in love with each of you. Welcome to the rose ceremony from hell. And I also was intimate with both of you. No bachelor has ever done this before. He's with me, he was falling in love with me, and it's Rachel. He's in love with all of us, so how could it be special at all? I had no idea this is what was gonna happen. Don't blame anybody. I'm not blaming yourself, blame. but you are. You're grasping at straws. This is like the worst feeling I've ever had. And if you think you know what happens next, Guess again. I've got some news that I think is going to change everything for you. Don't miss this historic moment. Monday and Tuesday night. No matter what's going to happen, you're going to hurt somebody. I do love you. That is how I wanted it to go. I 
want to believe love's here, but I just don't know what's going to happen. I do love you, but yikes. Both women seem justifiably hurt and betrayed by Clayton. So who will he end up with in the end? Tune into the season finale of The Bachelor tonight at 8 on ABC. And now, the answer to today's trivia question. Before Ted Danson joined the series, Mr. Mayor was written with what other TV comedy veteran in mind? Ricky Gervais, Matthew Perry, or Alec Baldwin? This is no bald-faced lie. The answer is Alec Baldwin. The show was first conceived as a 30 Rock spinoff that would follow Baldwin's Jack Donaghy as he embarked on a political career. That's our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Patrick Gomez. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Patrick Gomez LA. Thanks for listening and have a great day. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep. Edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced by Jared Hall, hosted by Patrick Gomez, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.